Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. Oh, how do we play D&D? I have forgotten everything I know about this game which, let's be real, was not all of it to start with. Luckily, our rules consultant is on hand, uh, which is Mel. Hi. <laughs> our Latin consultant can be here if we need them. Hoc offro, a take random. Trick, that's the name on the fourth character sheet I'm trying to pull up. There we go. I know all of my players' names and their characters' names, and I need you to understand how much work that's been. I'm in the process of adding uh, one spell, so that's okay. Yes, I should let the I should let the audience know that our our players have leveled up, level up. They're now level nine. Much excitement. Yay. Okay, so at the end of last episode, you had returned to the overworld in the company of Zushet the gnome, who is no longer resident in Trick's amulet, to everyone's delight. You have. Hey. Uh, obtained um, a, a minor artifact of the forest just sort of in passing by accident, which was a nice magic thing that Maynard's got now. You have made a brief visit to the port city that Maynard calls home, although possibly with a certain degree of reluctance. And, had, and Ember and Rill went for dinner with Maynard and his parents while Trick and Zouchette hung out and talked about nothing in particular. Really, just nothing in particular. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Fine. They then took executive action by starting walking in the hopes that the rest of you would follow them and not make them get on a boat, which I think worked. So you are now uh, making the couple of days hike down towards Barrelgren. Uh, You will have time to uh, take long rests and reselect any spells if you want to change what you've got prepared. Um, and you have some planning and conversational time on the road, if you would like it. Yeah, I'd like to talk to Ember, if that's right with you, Ember. Yep. So listen, like, if, uh, when, when we save the world, etc., right? You got any plans past that? Oh, well, I mean, I guess I'd go back home and... Fire up the forge. I hadn't really thought of it. Um... Ah, well, that's good. That's good because you'd—I mean—you'd have a striker soon enough. Come, uh, come harvest. Yeah. Uh, you met Dragonfly, I think, when we were back. Yes, I met because we were leaving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good lass. Uh, good. Yeah. Oh well, that's good. That's nice to hear because you know, obviously. It'd be nice to have you back and handy too. So, and of course, you know, all the little ones miss you. Yeah, and I think 
as much as I enjoy traveling and as much as this adventure is necessary, I think by the end of this I'll have had my fill of adventuring. Oh, there you go. Here's me all, all ginned up to broach the subject, and that's good to hear. <laughs> and lapse into less less audience-relevant conversation. <laughs> Here's a thought. We uh, let some people know about Peregrine, didn't we? Last time we were there? Yes. We let the people at the college know. Right, right. The oh, archaeology. Yeah. That was the point. That was why we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just a question of... Oh, hang on, not just them, though, because we let some priests know and such. Hmm. Well, hopefully it won't be too crowded. Hmm. Oh, and hopefully the, you know, the situation with the deathless warriors locked in eternal battle against one another won't be quite as bad as it was last time we were there, with a bit of luck. Oh, yeah, uh, Zouchette. There's Deathless Warriors locked in eternal battle under Baragrim because of the... Ah. Uh, yeah, Zouchette. And I look over it real briefly, and then I kind of, like, gesture to drop back, because I feel like this is a topic not to broach unnecessarily in front of Real. Uh, yeah, she is, she is happy to drop back and walk with you. I explain uh, briefly the whole genocidal aspect of the war up here. Um, yes, I was trying mainly to stay out of it, but it seemed to be going quite badly for the dwarves. Yeah, it's the reasons we were sort of recovering the ruins of Baragrin. Yes. And his people did most of the killing. Mm-hmm. Especially there, I mean, that was straight up just them invading. Well, to be fair, like, like it seems like most of the most of the actual holds they sort of collapsed in behind themselves after the loss of the refugees. You know, sort of situation. Well, if you're abandoning whole cities, that's not a war that's going your way. No. And there's a... Uh, and there was, last time we were there, there was a big, horrible fish squid monster that we'd left dead in the boat lift, which I'm hoping that the scholars have cleared out at this point. But just sort of so you know. How big and horrible. It's like a big, horrible psychic... Hang on a second. Uh, Real? Uh, yeah? What was the big, horrible psychic fish thing called? Aboleth. It was an, an Aboleth. Aboleth. I think it also gave us its name, but honestly, I, I wasn't listening that much. You were trying to uh, murder us. Yeah, you know, it wasn't my fault. No, oh, it wasn't, but I was distracted. Yeah. We did get to uh, we did get to be able to swim though without having to breathe. That was interesting. Hmm. That could be a problem. Not anymore, it's dead. Hopefully. I meant the water breathing. Oh, no, oh, I don't think yeah. so. Good, because I don't know that spell. Yeah. You said uh, deathless warriors in passing. Could we return yeah. to that question? Ghosts. Um, sort of still locked in their final combat. Throughout mm. eternity. We did call for some priests last time we were there, if I recall. Mm, probably for the best. But locked with each other, not Oh, looking yeah, mostly. Like, mostly. Only when we got in the way, I think. Mm. Well, then let's be wary, but by the yeah, sounds I mean, of it, it's not, it's not a horde of undead waiting to murder us in specific. No, no. If we're hoping to go in the way that we got out, 
or I think that we were prepared to get out before a wizard came and teleported us away. I forget. In any case, yeah, if we can get in the way we got out, if we're planning to go in the way that we initially were getting out, then I don't think there was much in the way. And there wasn't much going on in the main city except for some robots, which we bought. Robots. That's probably not the word I use. Sentry orbs, which we already dispatched and weren't really that dangerous to start with. If you've already handled some, then if we find more, we can probably yep. still tackle them. Yeah, so well, that's about the long and short of it. Did you find that... while you were there a great temple complex of any kind? I looked to real again. Real, who was about to launch into the story of how they're not that. That danger almost died because of one. Um, <laughs> that time I they take a shot and take a breath to correct you, and then I stopped myself because I don't want to get into this again. <laughs> uh, mm, we didn't see anything, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Ben, but we didn't see anything that resembled a temple complex. Although there you were did parts, not. you 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 um you saw a lot of residential areas. Mm, and, and then you made you you found your way down like all the way down to the river and then up right. through the boat lift and out through the docks so you didn't like there's a whole chunk right. of city that you're aware you didn't explore mm -hmm. yeah real is going to describe you know the residential area we like came in and the levels and then the stacks you know up towards the top which we theoretically could climb out of if we really needed to and the bottom which was partially flooded as far as we could tell hmm well all right. It sounds like the easiest way to get to any of that residential area is down the boat lift shaft that you came up, rather than try to find those chimneys. But I've never been, but a city must have more than just living space. It must have, it must, it must have a government space. It must have merchants. It must have the temples and then the manufactories and those we may have we to find for ourselves. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we can't know what it looks like till we get there. I shall make sure to prepare fly, though. Uh, you may notice, it may, it, you well, Maynard may notice, because mm -hmm. Maynard is more sort of au fait with spells and what spells can do. Um, many of the higher level wizards that you have met, so mainly teachers, but you know, those you've met, um, have made much of the ability of high level spells to basically remove the need for camping entirely. Um, mm -hmm. Zouchette does not evince any of these abilities. She's like, she, Zouchette thinks that the tiny hut is pretty cool, actually. She wouldn't put it that way. But she regards um, this tent spell as, as a, a handy one. It's very cool. I, I like that it changes colors. I think that's very clever. And all of you can stand up inside it, which is quite impressive. Oh, well, I mean, if this spell was invented by a gnome, I it imagine would be it smaller, might be a little bit smaller. And you would yeah. be uncomfortable, yes. But I would have room to stand up to put my trousers on, and that would be what mattered. <laughs> uh, at some point, <clears throat> when they stop for the night or, you know, to eat lunch or something, uh, really it's just sort of in passing going to um, say, you know, probably... I don't know, to trick being the person who probably has the most experience with things like, you know, marriage and proposals and, and whatnot. Oh, you know, it's just changed things, really, rescuing my mother. Why? Oh, well, I mean, besides 
you know, the obvious. Oh. Well, I, I mean, the engagement to Silas will have to be renegotiated now that we know that there's another party involved who is um, alive. Ah, I say in a fairly vague sort of way, because I don't think, <laughs> you know, from my perspective, the family has already agreed it. Yeah, this, yeah. This doesn't. This this wouldn't normally factor into it, but yes. Um, uh, is that so? Hmm. I mean, petitioning I... and and so on. I I assume. Right. I I don't know if she'd object, but I, she doesn't know. I mean, <laughs> she doesn't know anybody that I grew up with or or anything. She doesn't know Silas. I they. Um, Silas's father, you know, was a war cleric. And he knew my mother, but that was, you know, decades ago. Right, right. Well, what are you, how are you feeling about that? I almost say something like bucko, and then I (laughs) just, like, restrain myself. (laughs) Will is sort of, like, gazing out at the, you know closest field sort of contemplatively i don't know i suppose i ought to be upset that this isn't you know going to move forward as smoothly as it has been but he sort of shrugs and gestures with one hand at their campsite i suppose i wasn't making it very easy uh myself either uh uh, there's that I mean, uh, I suppose you've got more time than us folks to work everything out um, as it comes to it. Uh, yeah, and I and mean, I'm sh- we're still young, only 110. Only? Still in short trousers. Um, <laughs> not really an appropriate idiom for my cultural background. Yeah, close enough. Um, like, well, so there's that. And I mean, I'm sure if you've have you sent you've sent word back oh of course you sent word back so i'm sure things will have been i'm sure your your father would have been working out what that's yes. likely to mean already i'm sure i begin to get yeah. the feeling this is more one of these like nodding and listen nodding and active listening situations <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well then well i know so, i do i suppose if I mean, if Odysseus, God, if he ever wants to even visit Kemadosh, that would, you know, it need to be explained somewhat. Not at any depth, I'm sure she would understand, but he sort of offers a, a casual shrug. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're, I suppose you're, and I gesture vaguely, um, I gesture vaguely upwards, like, I mean, you're basically a, uh, a baron or whatnot, so I suppose it's a bit, it's a bit, gets a bit complicated in that regard. Bill raises one finely plucked eyebrow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just in as much as you know, those sorts tend to be more, more over worried with like lineage and whatnot if anything should happen. Although I don't suppose, unless I mean, well, I mean if, mm. mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> and then I pause because I don't. 
I don't quite know how to. I don't quite know how to how to approach that. Of, of course, that would offend if you, if you and Odysseus are in, are in any sense into fertile. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I just color slightly and I say, "Well, I mean, I mean, if anything did uh, happen at all, it would um, they would be um, you know, under her house as a as a rule." Uh, see, I see. Ooh, but I mean, what do you think she'd think about? situation with Odysseus. Well, she probably wouldn't think much of the puppets, I have to be honest. <laughs> Real, we none of us think much of the puppets. We prefer not to think of them at all. <laughs> have I broken you, Ben? Don't mind me. <laughs> Carry on, please. Real, he has a talent for understatement. But, uh, I mean, besides that, I I think she'd get on with Odysseus. Ah, and it wouldn't cause any, I mean, you know, I know that, well, I know that, you know, I'd be heartbroken if, if Lav was carrying on with someone else, but then I know, well, I know that, um, I know that, well, I say auntie, not my auntie, my cousin, it wouldn't, not actually, anyway, cousin Falls, cousin Falls and her fella, I'm pretty sure they had, you know their own arrangements. People knew, and some other some other folks were um, not the sort of thing that one talks about. But you know, and they were perfectly happy with with their arrangements. Um, Real looks incredibly amused once he understands what Trick is trying to very awkwardly <laughs> communicate to him. I suppose the important thing is if if everyone's content with arrangements. Oh, yes, this sort of thing isn't unusual at all. I, I forgot that. Um, well, I suppose with you all and your real sort of vaguely gestures, the, the way you deal with things, it's more important picking just one person. But with us, there's, I mean, just generally, it's less. I don't know. Mm. Yes, you do. You know. Marry someone, but it doesn't mean other things can't happen as well. I'm clearly a little embarrassed by this talk. I don't think I'm. I'm feeling like I feel, I'm vibing like a culture is like it's definitely not the sort of thing that one would ever openly acknowledge. Um, though it yeah, may but... be the sort of thing that becomes an open secret, and I'm just like, hmm, yes, well, of course. <laughs> and Bill's just like, no, it's totally fine. Like it happens all the time. <laughs> One's arrangements, well, and that that seems to work out best for everyone then seems you've got got things all lined up yes and now yes. We just have to, oh, yes yes we just have to wait for the fallout of it i suppose i mean she doesn't even speak common and honestly i have no idea if he speaks any sort of elvish uh well you know people can learn things get yourself a court wizard who can, actually you can cast understandings of tongues etc but... As long yeah. as you are still wanting to go back and carry through with things. Of course. Yeah, I, I still want to go back and, and do all of that. It's just... I like being out here, too. Mm. Despite... I mean, <laughs> I didn't expect all of this, but... I do like traveling and, and learning all of these new things. And, I mean, far more than I um, really... <laughs> 
expected to, uh, in that I didn't expect it to go in this direction, but who would have? Oh, you uh, know. I don't think I'll want to stop once we're done, you know, saving the world. There's just too much else to see. Well, maybe you could become an ambassador? Do your people send ambassadors to places? I don't know, I've never been a high enough rank to receive ambassadors. Maybe. Uh, ben, do we? Or, I mean, send eventually out... you'll be. <laughs> is ambassadorship a uh, job title? Between for drow, drow and, and the surface, not really. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Drow and other drow cities, yes. Once upon a time with the dwarves, but mm. not really with the surface. Or then, I mean, listen, I, I not. You don't have any siblings, do you? No, it's me. So I mean. One day you'll be head of your house, I assume. Eventually. Is you some scope to make your own decisions and not have anyone say boo to you? Like you say, life is long. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. Well, you've got a while to think about it anyway. And, uh, you know, if it turns out to be something that you've still got to think about... Uh, it's a relatively nice problem to have compared to the alternatives. Comparatively, it's a much better problem than most people have these days. Oh, I, I just think. meant then if it abruptly stops being a problem that you have, then it's probably because we failed to save the world and also, relatively speaking, I have to count one's blessings. But I could kill the mood. <laughs> right, come on. Baragrin isn't going to wait for us to sit around drawing. I will offer a sip from my medicinal flask of medicine. Real will, will take the a sip. Stoutness and good health and digestive spirit. <laughs> your hair. Mm. Your health. Yours as well. <laughs> Today we are having awkwardness. That's right. That's what we had last week. Our medicine is level. Listen, I know what's happening afterwards, and it's murder. So, like, let's not get <laughs> It takes you a couple days to uh, get down to Browlgrin, uh, oh, but wait, it is uh, not navigationally. Sorry. Go on the way to uh, Browlgrin, um, mm -hmm. would from where we ended up, would we be passing by um, the? Uh, I forgot what it's called. The big college city. Um, no, oh, no, that is that is a different direction. All right. Yeah, that that would have been upriver from where you teleported in, and you immediately started heading downriver towards the coast. So you have oh, not shit. gone there. Okay. All right. Continue. So, at the end of a couple of days of fairly easy journey, um, it is not navigationally difficult, and although you do get rained on at one point, you do not get attacked on the road or anything uh, distressing like that. Um, you find your way to the top of some very impressive cliffs. Uh, and up here, there is grass. There are seagulls. Uh, there is uh, visible a, a, an overgrown and ruined-looking stone structure that once must have been heavily fortified. It's not particularly large. It's not like a whole castle. Uh, it's like a couple stories single stone building that has partially fallen in and been substantially overgrown. Um, a gatehouse, basically. 
Yeah. And you would you would be able to guess from sort of shape and location that that's probably exactly what it was, was the surface gatehouse. Because uh, not everyone was expected to come in via the docks. Mm. Um, however, given how Barrel Grin met its end, you are fairly sure that there will be quite a lot of digging involved in getting in that way. Um, but you are fairly sure also by, by finding it that you are now um, pretty much directly above the ruined city and over those cliffs there is uh, where the not quite blocked off harbour entrance is. So over to you as to how you plan on uh, on on impregnating this impregnable fortress. We established last time we were here that this this gatehouse has the entrance being collapsed, right? Yes, quite thoroughly. Hmm. Now, the way that we came out, I explained to Zouchette, it's out at the bottom of those cliffs. There's a... And it wouldn't have helped if we come by ship because you need a little boat at best to get in there. There's a harbour mouth that's been collapsed in you can you can climb in through it but you'd have to climb in through it and then below the harbour mouth there's a boat lift um oh there's a point hang on a second the boat lift being exactly where our learned friends were trying to go and then i clap and i turn to um i turn to rill and say rill yes it's possible our learned friends have made their have made their own way down Perhaps it would be possible to ask? I could do that. And Real will cast Sending um, to try and speak to our archaeological buddy, who should theoretically be in the area. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I so could I, remember his name. You're making, you're, you are, you're making a quick phone call to Isambard. Isambard, yes. I'm trying to count how much word I have out on my hands here real quick. This is also what's happening diagetically, is that Rill is standing there counting on his fingers. (laughs) This silence is the sound of a cleric counting to 25. (laughs) Yep, yep. What can you do, Maynard? Well, I can throw lightning and fireballs. What can you do, Rill? Well, I need to count on my hands to cast this spell, so give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) The real issue is, once the cleric has taken off both shoes and socks... They still need someone else's hand to count to, count, to finish counting. Okay. Real says, Hello, Isenbard. Are you in the docks of Brailgren? Just that. That's all you said. Yeah, I mean, I can't explain anything else about this situation to this man okay. in 25 words. Okay, this man has met you twice. Oh. And. That's true. It's too late now. Uh, I'm fine. just explaining no, that's to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what you get back is the now familiar pause as someone thinks through the voice in their head. Who's this? I am engaged in archaeological research and probably can't come and help you right now. I hope you're all right, whoever you are. Uh, Well, it's sort of like... He's not quite fully facepalm, but he realizes after he got that reply that he should have worded things a little more carefully. Uh, okay, let me see. What did he say? Uh, he's being dicey. I don't think he remembers who we are. Uh, I mean, what did, did you give him your name? 
I forgot. Ah. Did you... Yeah. I'm going to send it I again. Mean, Don't give me that look. Did, so you asked him if there was a way down he didn't tell? I asked him where it was. If he is down there, that's great. If not, there might not be a way down there that they've cleared out, at least. Or something else has happened, and I'll need to go and do something about it. Ah. Uh, only I might have led with asking if there was a way down. And maybe saying, maybe introducing yourself and all. I, I, I only say in my head, but then again, I'm not a priest of the messenger, so <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> that was me trying to count on my fingers and get things across sorry. and failing uh, at uh, at least one of those. Um <laughs> Will has reconsidered his sending and will send again. Uh, he says, this is Agardan Rill. My party cleared out the path for you to Brergren. Is it still open? Oh, I'm sorry it's you. No, it, it probably is. We're still getting our expedition together. We're not there yet. All right, Rill passes this information along to the rest of the party. We have been to the (laughs) other side of the world. You have, but also it's been like two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like we have been to the other side of the world and back. (laughs) Maybe three, and they're still tying their shoelaces. I mean, he does work in. You have been around the world before the truth has got its boots on, but it has been about three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. He does work in academia. Trick. These are these things take time. Unbelievable. Well, I'm sorry to have um. I'm sorry to have uh, wasted your efforts. Oh, uh, that's all right. I'll I'll get it back. I suppose we'll just have to um, start heading down and hope for the best. You say start heading down. Was that well? Ben, we've been coming along the coastline, right? Mm-hmm. How long has it been since we saw a fishing village? Oh, the nearest village was mm, probably about four miles away. I will mention, I will suggest as a course of action, listen, we are, relatively speaking, between us, fabulously wealthy at this point. I mean, I know I set off with half my family coffers in my pocket. Um, I would be willing to bet we could, we could go down, we could go back along and see if we can get something, see if we can't get someone to, if nothing else, row us out to where we need to be. How far down is it? A substantial way. I think mm-hmm. it was like a 500 foot cliff. Yeah, yeah let, let me pull up the map and give you it was really a correct sp- answer. Because we tried with all the rope. I can fly we... a little bit, but not that far. <laughs> I think we tried with you flying and a bunch of our rope, and it was still like, a lo- it was still a, a bit of a drop. I think we got teleported out in the we end. We did, <laughs> yeah. Mm. One moment, please. I am doing accounting. Because this is one of the distances I did not, in fact, put on my map. I think it was comparable to the Cliffs of Dover, which are 350 feet. Yes, I think it was about 300 feet. 300, 350 feet. Um, which, of course, the problem with the flying was not the total height, but the number of people. Well, I can yeah. only fly for one turn, any, which is 30 feet. 
I think maybe between me and Zouchette, we could get us all down there. How many are we? Six? Mm-hmm. Five. 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 We don't need to count the horse. I haven't tested that assumption. You don't happen to know when your horse is in its uh, condensed form. Whether, magically speaking, it's a creature? I think it's an object, for the purposes of magic. I hope so. Sorry, what is? Your horse. I mean, we can... We can have we can have her away. She's not much for underground travel anyway. Well, that that's what I mean. Is when when she's away, is she then a creature for purposes I've of magical any, targeting? I've never had any magical upset so far. She'll be fine, I think. She'll be fine. Won't you, girl? Well, we'll know if we fail to make her fly because whoever's sure. carrying her will also not be flying. I stroke her. I str- I stroke her. I stroke her mane, and I'm generally reassuring. And then I say Bucephalus, and then and I have a little horse. You now have a small statuette in the grass. That's right. Right, five. How do you want to split them up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take two. All right. You first, and I'll take whoever's left. Okay. Um. I have to do it in, in shifts because I don't want to use my fourth level spell slot. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so I cast fly once on. Sorry, I cast fly twice, uh, once on trick and once on rail. Okay, it is, it is concentration. Down there. Yeah, so, so like one at a time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, who's going first? It sounds like I'm going first. Okay. Uh, you do not encounter any difficulty from having a horse in your pocket. It looks like that that, that statuette does make it not count as a creature. Mm-hmm. Which means you also don't have to worry about whether it is willing to be made to fly. It's a horse. I'm going to guess no. It's not the thing. The <laughs> horse's dream of flight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, now I have dream of flight in my head. Um, and um, yes, I will fly very carefully. I'm really like hugging the cliff. Um, I will fly down to the rocks and then staying very close to the ground at that point, I will fly through a gap and make sure I'm nice and safely on the dock. Oh wait, what I could do if I was very clever is I could look at, is I could look and see if there's like, I don't know, a big monster in the boathouse, in the gatehouse or whatever. <laughs> that would be a clever Roll, roll me a perception check for big monster. <laughs> Big monster. Do I get advantage because it's a big monster? No, but it's a really low DC. You <laughs> rolled a seven. You can't see a big monster. Good. I'm satisfied there are no big monsters here. It, it all looks remarkably as you left it, uh, you know, down to the ashes of your little campfire. Good. That's what I would have hoped. Yeah. Uh, that probably and then... means a big, horrible thing. That probably means a big, horrible dead monster, nonetheless. Well, the... you can't have everything. I think it's true. Alas, the world is wrong. <laughs> We're not playing that game <laughs> currently. Um, I'm going to assume, um, Maynard, that you are reasonably sensible and give Trick plenty of time to yeah. get, get where they're going. Uh, Real is not nearly as safe a flyer as Trick is, and just immediately takes off. Oh, wait, wait. I just, 
I just had an idea. I can save a spell slot if you cast Levitate, then I can just fly with you. Okay. Uh, Real will sort of um, <laughs> fling a hand around Maynard's waist, I guess. And yeah, we're 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 Peter Panning. Yes, this is great. <laughs> Real thinks happy thoughts and drifts <laughs> gently into the air, and then is just hooked up and flown off with by Maynard. <laughs> Is mildly disappointed he does not get to do some cool flying himself, but that's okay. Well, this is like, this means I can do at least one lightning bolt. Oh, sure. Yeah, he is just quietly. <laughs> Aw. <laughs> he's not complaining, he's just wistful. And Suchette looks up at Ember and uh, offers you a hand. Ember takes it. And then you are both flying. Ooh, hoo, hoo. She doesn't hold on to you the whole way. It's just it's a touch spell. Yeah. So cast the spell and then you are both free to fly, which is a wonderfully liberating experience. <laughs> Although it does have to be assumed that Ember jingles gently the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Zuchette will spend a couple of minutes before coming fully into the harbour, just sort of taking a look around the cliffs and the surroundings, just getting a feel for things, uh, and do a quick flyover of the ruined um, like entrance keep. Um, but as the spell lasts for ten minutes, um, she is she has rejoined you and is safely inside well before the spell ends. I go hang about, and though I have a thought which I wish I'd had before I flew down to the cliffs, and I sling my pack off to rummage around, pull out the blockchain, and re-establish my safety fall harness. <laughs> my fall arrest harness. I like it. I like it. Blockchain has never failed you. Blockchain has never failed me. Blockchain is love. Blockchain is life. <laughs> <laughs> I have a strong feeling that I've had to leave, like, several, like, large bales of hay up above. <laughs> No, I, I think they're still on the horse. Are uh, they still about the horse's person? That was yes. I think the horse is carrying is currently part of a statue and not available to you. That's but fine. also is part of a statue and you can carry it. So you know you. The only thing I, yeah, the only thing I needed, the only thing that I've actually needed to put on the horse is the horse's feed. Everything That's else. Fair. I mean, it's it's, a, it's a, 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 a an animal for charging with, not for carrying things. Yep. I'm very strong. Okay, you have your full arrest. Uh, Zouchette is going to ha- immediately go up and take a look at the boat lift because this is a fun bit of engineering that she hasn't seen before. Hmm. And lands gently at the sort of the, the outer set of doors. This is impressively disgusting. Y- yeah, don't fall in. I'll try not to. Hmm. I don't think anyone should touch the water up here. Oh, well, well, I don't know what it looked like when it was alive uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, however long. Um, but it's it's turned mainly to goo. Oh, oh, I can smell it now. Oh, yes, this is <laughs> remarkably unpleasant. I'm coming back down. Mm-mm. Well, shall we head in? Yeah, let's operate this thing. Because <laughs> I'd rather not go back the way we came, we came up originally. Because the whole point of this thing is it goes up and down, right? That's right. And mm. we should be able to 
operate it, hopefully. Bill looks dubiously at the very old... To the city <laughs> slicker. <laughs> what knows things? I've definitely seen cranes in the place. Accordingly, you must know what you must know what things about mechanics. Uh, Real will nudge Maynard and and sort of go over <laughs> and investigate this this big you know contraption. Mm. Okay, can we figure out how what lever makes it go down? Well, it can't go up anymore, so I guess we'll roll me. An investigation check. Ah. Yay! We have previously opened the doors by pushing both levers to whatever position they're not currently in, flanking the doors. There's that. Listen, 18 for me. Okay, yep, good, because I rolled a net one, so that's a seven. <laughs> my terrible, Real. my terrible clockwork's just not your strong suit. <laughs> no, it's just not. Like he's just, like, he's still like, oh, this is so cool, and he's compared it to like the notes he took on the, um, stuff, you know, the printing press thing. We saw right, on. right. He's, he's having a very enjoyable time, like looking at the machinery, and has totally to failed to figure out how the machinery is made to go. That part didn't. No. Okay. This boat lift. Although it is clockwork, it is not purely mechanical. Uh, it is powered, or was powered, magically uh, from uh, power gems, uh, much like those that power the local automatons, but bigger, which were set into the complicated machinery that you noted on the underside of the box the boat goes in. Uh, unfortunately, those have not retained their power over the intervening century. So, you are pretty sure that this boat lift still moves, especially if you, you know, oiled its machinery and things like that. Uh, but you would need to use the emergency handles and just crank it by hand all the way down, which would probably not save you any labor over going down a ladder. Labor? No. <laughs> also, the box is full of Aboleth goo. Just, it's very, it's, it's gross. It's just lousy with it. It is. Oh wait, does the box because... not include any walkway at all? Well, the no, the, you, there is a walkway of five feet around around uh, three sides of the box. Uh, the last side is the set of doors that open out into the rest of the harbour. Mm. Um. And you did open those, and that has... So it's not technically a fully isolated box of water anymore. It's just that the only water it's mingled with is the stagnant water in the top portion of the harbour. There's another lock between that and the yeah. regular tide level. Um, everything up here, all of the water in this upper level, including the boat lift, um, has had an aboleth dissolved into it. Mm. it. It looks and smells uh, unhealthy. Mm to touch um you can walk on the five foot walkway around it you do not have to get into it in order to operate the boat lift but it's not making it more appealing it's still more appealing to me than going <laughs> around the service way especially because then later if things go wrong and we can't magic ourselves up or whatever we still have the then then have the option of cranking ourselves back up yes uh that is 
kind of a fan. Although, in, in I'm the, mostly in, a fan of teleporting out, to be clear. In the <laughs> most in uh, technical and, and straightforward physical sense, that, that is all true. Um, mm. I invite you to consider how heavy a, a, a narrowboat length box of water is and how much effort is involved in hand cranking it vertically 900 feet. Listen, how big is the wind last? <laughs> I'm prepared to consider the possibility. Okay, yeah, I, I, I get you. It's, it's, not, it's not physically impossible, but mm. it's more like undertaking a major project for no good reason than it sure, is sure. A, a sensible method of, of transporting yourselves. For yourselves, the best method to go this I way would, still... would be the ladders. I will still, once this has all been raised, I am still pushing for Operation Wind Ourselves Carefully Down the Thing where nobody can fall. You are free to push for this. I'm just making sure that you out, that you out of character have all the facts, which is yeah. that it's 900 feet. <laughs> it's a lot of cranking. I am, in, I am in this case blithely assuming that um, Maynard explains things at all. <laughs> Maynard, yeah. do you explain things at all? Yeah, I explained that we can crank ourselves down. It'd be difficult to crank ourselves back up because the magic stones that powered this no longer work. Uh, the magic stones, of course. Oh, well, broken, we can at least crank of... ourselves safely down. Oh, are the magic stones broken? Can try and um, end them. Not sure how one recharges these kinds of stones. Mm. I try and make some kind of arcana check on the stones, Ben? Presumably, the, are the stones underneath, to be clear, Ben? They are, um, but because of the service ladder, you can get... Just you only have to go a like, ten and... down to get a good look at the, yeah. at the machinery underneath. That's, that's quite reasonable. Oh yeah, there was like a layer of walkway right underneath, I think. Yeah. Because like you get up and then there's a shelf. Yes. Yeah. Like which yes. which contains the things up to the yes. Yeah. So you can you, can, you have you then have, basically have the choice between swing out onto the ladders and go down or just walk around the walkway. So looking at the bottom of it is quite straightforward and not precarious. Okay. Yes. Roll me your Arcana check. Already. That is a twenty-eight. <laughs> Did you roll a twenty? No, he rolled an eighteen. Okay. Okay. You're just real good at Arcana. Really good at Arcana these days. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely, one of the best people in the world at Arcana is just Rill, who's on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, the thing is, they're dead. Uh, stones, especially gemstones, are a good way of storing magic that you wish to uh, retain its power for a long time. Mm. But stones of this size there's just not a lot of flawless gems this size right so working with just because of the sheer amount of, of simple physical power they're trying to do to power this machinery um a lot of magic works by actually changing quite subtle things in the arcane warp and weft of the universe this set we're doing just brute force physics, which actually takes a lot more power than something that seems more complex in many cases. Mm -hmm. So they had to be very big stones, which means they were probably not flawless stones. It was not a, it was a prototypical machinery. You, you already know that this was like the first one of this scale they'd built. Yeah. Um, it just, 
just because there's been no maintenance on it for that long, they've just the power's bled out. They've just the batteries are flat. Mm, okay. And real doesn't know any. I mean, we can't we can't jumpstart them. Mm. When you jumpstart a thing, that's because there's an engine behind. Well, it. you know what I mean. Well, yeah. yeah. What I'm saying is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you'd need enough power to power them in the first place. I vote we just take the ladders. I don't know if my <laughs> stomach can handle 900 feet of traveling with the remains of that thing. That's fair. We could clear it out. It just the ladders are pretty precarious, is the only thing. Well, before we commit to long climbs, why don't we take another look around the harbor and see if there's any other routes? Because we know that you didn't find the temple last time you were here. Mm -hmm. So retracing your steps may not be the right way anyway. It's fair. There were stairs down. I don't recall. I mean, yeah, let's have a look. I'm happy to help look around the harbour. Likewise. Costs us less than climbing all the way first. Yeah, yeah. I am, in fact, you know what? That makes me more enthusiastic about looking around the harbour. <laughs> <laughs> time spent looking is time not spent climbing in the dark. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, real, and I tapped my shield. Meaningfully, now that we are once again underground. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Does he have... He doesn't have light anymore. Oh, actually, no, shit. I think it might be Maynard. I forgot. Yeah, that, that's me. Say real can send out dancing lights. I, I'm sure I don't make that mistake in character because I spent an extremely long time having light cast on me over and over again. Yes. Yeah, you get you get some light on your shield so you can explore. Okay, anyone who is doing an explore, please roll me some investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot, my my dice are fully downstairs. Uh, bear with me a moment. I'm going to go and get them. Of course. I got a one. Oh no. I got a and... three. Got a twenty-four. <laughs> hey, I get twelve. We got real carrying, carrying this 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 adventure so far. Yes, first he th makes things incredibly awkward talking with Trick, and then it's just like you know what? I'm gonna go stare at some machinery for for a while. What's that over there? A distraction? <laughs> I have returned with magic number rocks. Oh. So, uh, Ember got a one. Oh dear. <laughs> not bad, not bad, not bad. Bill, on the other end of the scale, got a 24. <laughs> May not got a middling 12. Zuchette got 21, so two of the party have done very well. You find two possibilities. Uh, there is, in this harbour area, um, a path basically on the level going deeper into the fortress. Now, it is blocked off, but it is possible that you might be able to uh, dig or blast a way through that. Um, the other one is that as the tide is turning, um, Maynard, you remember this... Sorry, not Maynard. Rill was really rolled really well, and this makes more sense. Anyway, uh, Rill, you remember last time you were here, when you were in the water, there was that strong current of hot, heated water mm, uh -huh. flowing out 
out from underneath the dock. And now that the tide is is running in, you can see similarly, you can see in the disturbed sand and silt on the bottom that there is a current running in under the dock deeper into this fortress. Um, so if what you're looking for is in the flooded section of the fortress, this would clearly be a route direct to the fairly vast flooded area of this fortress. Um, but those are, are the two op the two alternatives you find to the ladders are um, clear your way past a, a blasted in um, corridor or go for a swim. How much rock is is between is in the blocked areas? Like how thick is it? I mean, you can't really see through, so mm. you could roll me a general intelligence to try and and calculate how deep that blockage is likely to be. Okay. Ooh, twenty. Pretty good. Um. You take a good look at the ceiling from which most of the additional rock was was knocked down. Um, this is probably about ten feet of assorted boulders and and debris. Ah, damn! Is this in which you plant for dimension door and you're wishing you chose the shape stone instead? Yeah, like if I had dimension door, like this would be absolutely no problem at all. Um, oh, but right, I, the way around. Yeah, now I took the one that I thought would be more useful. Turns out it's not. Mm. Dimension door could get us through it. It's everyone else. We'd have, we'd have no idea where we'd end up as well. We could be going straight we'd into a up in the rock. It could turn yeah. a corner on the other side of the blockage. Exactly. That's the that's the danger with dimension door. Yeah, you're right. Mm. How many do we have enough between us to do water breathing? I know one of us has a mask of water breathing. I still I have a potion of water, water breathing. breathing. And I look very dubiously at the water. I'm not sure we want to go in that water. It's uh, not the Aboleth water. Yeah, to be clear, this oh, yeah. is not the Aboleth water. This is just oh, seawater. Oh. At this, at this, the Aboleth water is fairly contained. This is just seawater. We still don't know where this is it's below going, the lock. Yeah. So, which uh, is also a problem. Well, hmm. Hmm. I could, in theory, send something in to have a look on the other side. It won't help get us through, though. But I could... Familiar? Uh, similar. Not a persistent um, summoning, but a similar... Uh, a, a set of three similar kind of creatures who, for an hour, would, would be able to go and explore and, and show me what they yeah. see. Sounds and you can promising. teleport to places that you've seen, right? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I am always... I, I'm just like, as a baseline, always excited to teleport instead of doing dangerous travelling. I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy with this, with this project. Very wise. <laughs> well, this seems like a good first, first attempt at a plan. Let's take a look. Uh, hmm. Should probably pick something that can swim. You mean a, a salmon? A frog? Crabs. Crabs very nearly have hands. Do they? Well, pincers. I mean, I'm open to suggestions if you have alternatives. Frogs aren't bad. And they're amphibious as well. Mm. But then so are crabs. But then so are crabs. Yeah, I think crabs sounds good. All right. 
she walks over to one of the um just the edge of one of these damaged docks and starts casting and it's quite a long spell it takes a full minute to cast you can see Zushak kind of sketching out runes and symbols in the air that leave this faint silvery tracery where her fingers have been and eventually once she's drawn this whole thing in the air and spoken a few words and made this gesture as if as if turning that whole tracery inside out out of the air fall these three initially gently glowing orange and white striped large crabs uh, about a foot across including the legs who land in the water and swim in a little circle and appear to be awaiting instructions you're not totally clear on crab body language but that's what you think they're doing and she sort of makes a shooing gesture and they start swimming off and and under the docks and she sits down on the dock and says i'm going to be paying attention mostly to what they're noticing so tap me on the shoulder if anything emergency happens Mm -hmm. um and for the next hour or so she is going to be lost in crab visions so (laughs) if you have anything else you wish to do in the meantime let me know Oil my sword, I guess. Uh, actually, can Rill make a, I guess, a religion roll to see if he knows what, um, what the, uh, which god was it? Um, the Stonewalker, Stonewalker, that's right. I knew it was one of them. The other, the one that's still living has a similar earthy name, and I got confused. Yeah, the Stonewalker. Can he um, make a roll to see if he would be able to recognize... You know their specific um, religious iconography. Mm, go for it. Well, religion. Since they did have multiple gods, we might end up at a different temple if we just go to the very first one we find. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, that was another net one, y'all. So that's a seven. <laughs> you know, it's you know dwarf gods, especially dead dwarf gods. Just you didn't really. You can never remember the differences. Is the trouble. You're you're a hundred percent certain you would recognize dwarf gods. Mm, yeah. Which one? Mm. Mm. You'd have to have a look. Off the top of your head, you can't remember. You'd have to look and see if your memory was jogged. Okay, <laughs> that's all. That's all I wanted to do. Uh, about twenty minutes uh, into her communing with Crab, Zushek sort of jerks violently and says, "Shit." Okay. Uh, we now have two crabs. Oh? She responds to an old... She does not respond because she can't hear you. <laughs> uh, that's reasonable. She can only hear what the crabs hear. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't have any problem with, with normal-sized crabs. Real offers. <laughs> Maybe a frog got it. Maybe. We know there was frogs down there. Oh, yeah, the big ones. After about 45 minutes, uh, she stirs properly and Rolls the crick out of her neck. Says, I I still don't know where that warmth is coming from. Uh, it's further in, but I think I found the temple. Is it underwater? Some of it. What attacked the crash? A shark. A shark? Yes, not, not a terribly large shark, but it wasn't a terribly large crab. Okay. 
actually kind of think of it, I'm not sure I have a strong idea of what a shark is, so you know. I'm probably not as alarmed as they ought to be. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like... Just so interesting. Oh, what's a shark? Neither would real, so they're just like, oh yeah, a big fish? Big yeah. predatory fish. Okay. Like a pike, but it lives in the sea. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, of course, like a pike that lives in the sea. Now I'm twice as long as me, big sharp teeth, likes crabs. Oh. oh. Would probably go for me if it could, but you're probably safe because you're longer than it is. Mm. If it swims up and tries to eat me, try to punch it for me. There you are. I have got the other two coming back, but they'll probably uh, vanish before they get her. They only last an hour. But I think I found the right temple. At least I found a, several shrines. I found something that I think might have been a university once upon a time. Hmm. Of course, most of the books are waterlogged. We can mm. fix that. We can try. If the inks run, there's not a lot we can do about that. I've come to a terrible realisation, out of character, that what we are proposing is cave diving. And those would be both the worst kind of caving and, and the, the worst, worst kind, kind of diving. diving. <laughs> it's alright, we're going to do it with magic, which will make it safe. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Well then. Uh, I feel I'm like, I am, I am not appropriately frightened of the concept of like diving with magical breathing. <laughs> I don't think my instincts have any, like, any measure for it. I don't mm. know how scared I should be. And to be entirely clear, only two of us have magical assistance. The rest of us are just going to have to hold our breath. Wait, what? Right? We have, Wait, well, what? We have one potion of water breathing and one mask of water breathing. And there's more than two of us. Oh. Right? So... If those crabs took more than, you know, a minute or so, at most, to get out of anywhere that is entirely underwater, we have more problems on our hands. Oh. Well, weren't we just going to teleport to where it's safe? Oh, yeah, wait, no, that was it, right? That's what I understood. It's oh, quite yes. a long swim to the next air pocket. Okay, good. Okay. But I want to compare notes first because I don't know anything about these gods and I want to make sure it's the right temple. Ah. I was trying to recall what I could while you were um, communing with the crabs, but um, I'm not as familiar with the dwarven gods, uh, unfortunately. All the iconography looks confusingly similar to me, but this was the largest. I saw several smaller shrines. This was the only really grand temple I could find. And I think the whole reason we came here was because... Was because this was a centre of worship, exactly. Right. Yeah. So I think it's probably the right one. I'm afraid uh, I believe in fiction, we've established that I don't know dwarf gods. We have established that you, <laughs> in fact, know nothing about dwarf gods, and that's fine. That's okay. I never used to study dwarven metals and, art and uh, technology. Would they have any idea, potentially? Sure, potentially. Ro uh, roll me religion. Oh, that's a 16. Hey, not bad. Um, you've already established amongst yourselves that you know what um, what Stonewalker's general thing was. Um, they were generally about mysticism and destiny. Um, you are aware that the dwarven, the common iconography uh, for the, the concept 
of destiny is a a golden chain rather than a thread as as more um you know less less metal loving creatures might have chosen uh it's a golden chain but notably one that is not attached to the person whose destiny it is it's one that you follow that you can run your hand along and it can lead you to your destiny um so there's this common imagery of a chain with a hand holding the length of it um mm. which you would expect to see um there's imagery of branching paths would also often be be found um and of uh scrying bowls so silver bowls with water in um and you can compare notes with Zouchette and and be reasonably sure she definitely saw like the chain with a hand tracing along it symbol and she thought what she was seeing was maybe a river but it could have been branching paths now you mention it so yeah yeah signs point to it being the right temple okay so the good news is we think it's the right temple the bad news is well they weren't very interested in crabs but you mentioned automatons there were automatons and they weren't they were they were still moving so we should be ready for a fight as soon as I, we get I think there. we might land immediately in a fight. Well, uh, anybody okay. want to do anything to prepare before we get down there? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Mage Armor. Hey! I'm going to cast Crusader's Mantle. And so if you're within 30 feet of me then uh, you get an extra D4 radiant damage when you hit with a weapon attack. Ooh. I cast being a fighter. <laughs> you just sort of gently flex. <laughs> I flex and consider. <laughs> uh, Zouchette is rubbing her hands together and getting ready to cast teleport on all of you. I saw at least three that were still in working order. And the crabs did not have the best distance vision, so I can't guarantee that's all of them, but should be fun. Should be fun. I'm interested to see you all at work. Hmm. And with that, she raises her hands, makes some arcane gesture, grabs onto you, and you feel the now nearly familiar sensation of dissolving and reappearing in a rush somewhere else in a huge underground, almost totally dark space with the gently shifting noises of metal things with glowing eyes turning towards you, and that's where we'll pick up next session. <laughs> Come Out and Play is a real play podcast project, all trans, all the time. You can find us at CAOPcast on Patreon and on Twitter, and at our website, comeoutandplay.games. If you're trans or non-binary and you'd like to get involved, drop us a line. And as always, if you enjoy our show, share it with your friends, and if you don't enjoy our show, share it with your enemies. Word of mouth is how a project like this gets attention, and we just love attention. This, this podcast brought to you by coffee and biscuits and sneezes. I've got a of coffee. Gesundheit. Many gesundheit.
Oh no, that for me counts as one sneeze. 